Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today. Hey, we're Aaron and Jennifer Smith with Marriage After God. Helping you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. And today we're going to talk about goal setting and why it's good for your marriage. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel so that you can get access to all of our episodes as we launch them. So today we're going to be talking about goal setting. And uh, it's something that Jennifer and I have done since the beginning of our marriage mm-hmm. for 11 years now. We do it every year. Uh, sometimes we do throughout huge goals <laughs> throughout the year. Uh, we, we check up on the goals as we go. Um, what We've loved doing them because it allows us to operate in goals and plans mm-hmm. and, and organize our year and, and our calendars around these goals. And uh, today we're going to talk about... Uh, why setting goals in your marriage is good for your marriage. We have some practical tips on how to do it. And then we're also going to end with some um, spiritual ways we should be thinking about the goals that we do set. So let's just jump right in. So first, let's talk about some of the reasons why goal setting is good and valuable and healthy and just all around a good thing for a marriage. Well, the first thing that I thought of was security. You have this security in marriage and in your relationship because you know where you're going. Um, A good friend of mine, when we were talking about raising young kids, told me, you know, your kids will ask you throughout the day, what's next, mommy? Because they want to know. And when you have the answer for them, when you can Mm -hmm. supply them with a strategy and a a place that they're going um, or a thing that they're doing, they have peace and they have security in knowing that, well, mom knows what's going on. Dad knows what's going on. And so when I look at that in regards to marriage, I just think like how much security we've experienced in our own relationship, even when things were rocky because we knew where we were going, we knew what was coming next and we knew how to prepare for it. Yeah. And we have a friend that every day before he starts working, uh, he works for himself. He gets a three by five card like this one, writes down the five or six things that he wants done that day. And that helps him finish his day. And it's actually something I've tried adopting and it works really well on the day to day. Because when you walk into your job and you walk into, if you don't know what you're doing, it feels very like, okay, where are we at? Um, So if it works on a day to day, which it does, it also works on the year to year, Mm -hmm. um, which is something that we're kind of talking about. We're talking about large goals, annual goals, things that we're going to focus on in the year. Um, so it does actually provide security because it gives you a, a vi- it gives you a vision of what you're doing. It gives you a task. It gives you a direction yeah, totally. instead of we're just, go- we're just getting by. We're just getting off work. We're just going home. We're just, you know, watching TV. We're just, yeah. you know, just floating. Mm-hmm. And what this does is it gives you a name. Mm-hmm. And so, and I don't, I don't want to go too much into the negative side of not having goals or mm-hmm. not knowing where you're going in marriage. But I know that people listening can probably mm-hmm. relate to this, that when you don't have 
those goals and, and that time set aside where you're planning with your spouse and you're getting excited for the future together, um, things can look a little cloudy and a little confusing mm-hmm. and yeah. a little frustrating because you start to wonder, well, where's my spouse at? Or, um, you know, how, how are they feeling about things? And you mm-hmm. kind of lose a sense of communication and a sense of direction in your own marriage. Yeah. So one of the other valuable benefits of goal setting is communication. Yeah. I mean, you it know, forces you to communicate. Like you were just saying. It forces you to practice communication. If you're not setting goals and you don't know where each other are at, the only way to fix that is to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So when it's a, when you set aside dedicated, dedicated time and energy and mental power mm-hmm. to setting goals as a family, as a marriage, you communicate. You mm-hmm. have to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you come together and they're like, hey, this is some things I, th- I think we can accomplish this year. Maybe it's a vacation. Maybe it's starting a business. Maybe it's, you know, schooling and or, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever it is, finances. You set it together, mm-hmm. and you guys bring you come together, and you bring your ideas, and you and you bring your your individual visions, and you actually let them meld together and mm-hmm. see where you guys land. And it forces communication. Yeah, you have to do it. When we have date nights for the planning, we all we're doing is communicating. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work otherwise. Mm-hmm. So it cultivates communication, which is one of the number one marriage killers in the first place. So having goals is another reason to help communication. Uh, what's another valuable benefit of Goal setting, planning for your marriage. Um, I think it builds unity and creates um, that environment for oneness to thrive. Um, I know that you've experienced this as well, like mm-hmm. just that bringing to the table your individual passions, or like you said, your individual your individual um, goals and desires and mm-hmm. dreams for things, and you just put them on the table for them to meld together, and you mm-hmm. you get to navigate um, what things are you going to pursue. Mm-hmm. And what things are you going to look forward to in the future for your marriage? And it allows for sacrifice too, self-sacrifice. So like if I have this vision for myself, which I shouldn't be having because we want to be one, mm-hmm. we actually get to find out like, oh, actually that's in the way of something that is better for both of us or yeah. that's pretty selfish. And we actually get to put it on the table and look at them, evaluate them mm-hmm. and put them together. And then other times there's this other sacrifice where if you brought something to the table that you really wanted to pursue mm-hmm. and I look at it and I go, okay, I can see how that would benefit you as, as my husband or uh-huh. as a leader. And I go, okay, we're going to pursue this together and I can be a supportive wife or vice versa. Right. So like there's sacrifice exa- yeah. on both ends. And really. a good example of that might be a season of school. Mm-hmm. Or a season of training in something. You actually or, went through a season. Um, was it last the beginning of last year? Four months of every Wednesday yeah, for a few hours. You were um, being study. discipled at a Bible study, and it was hard because I always mm-hmm. knew I was going to be with the kids all day, mm-hmm. and then with the kids that night. And you were only home for maybe dinner. Um, yeah. Sometimes not even. You would just leave and get dinner on the way to your Bible study. Yeah. So that that was a difficult season, but I knew the benefits of it. And so being able to um, sacrifice the mm-hmm. the. Um, time and mm-hmm. energy and effort it, that's required mm-hmm. to pull off that kind of goal and knowing the benefits of it was yeah. really impactful for a marriage. And one of the most important important benefits that this this gives a marriage is another opportunity to come together and be praying and submitting plans before the Lord. Yeah. Is it's an it's another occasion because we're always trying to find we want to pray for everything, right? As the Bible teaches mm-hmm. us, is finding more ways of saying okay, as if we're going to pray about these things mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so finding that that common ground, finding that um, communication Absolutely. and the unity and prayer mm-hmm. is just, it's, that's what is good about goal setting. And our so. heart's desire for you guys is to encourage you that a marriage after God does exactly that. They mm-hmm. go to God. They, they take their goals and their desires as mm-hmm. a team and they lay them at God's feet and say, okay, God, we need your guidance. We want to know that these 
goals are mm-hmm. because you've given us these desires and um, that we're going to pursue them together because of you. And yeah. I think that a marriage after God understands that goal setting is important because it actually um, clarifies what your purpose is, what what purpose God gave you for your marriage is, yeah. right? Yeah. And so let's move into the, so we told you why it's good. You know, goal setting is just good in, in individual life and in business. And in marriage, it's just a good thing to have goals that we're going to attain and try and shoot for. Yeah. Um, but the next thing we want to talk about is we want to talk about some practical ways that we set goals and keep track of them uh, in our own marriage. And maybe you guys can get benefits from that. So one of them is um, something that we talked about before is we use it, we utilize our date nights. It's a date night takeover. For, yeah. So we don't do it every date night. But often we'll use our date nights to do a checkup on our goals or we'll do it for goal casting. Definitely at least once a month. If you're going on a date night regularly, I would say um, like once a week or something like that, I would say, you know, take one date night a month to just reflect and check up on what yeah. what the progress is of your goals. Yeah, so you, you, you can use one of the first ones. We, we usually like to do, um, in the beginning of the year, we go on a date and we just we just submit some big plans. We're like, mm-hmm. what, do, what do you see God might want, be wanting to do in our lives? What can we do in our, our marriage, our, our children's lives, mm-hmm. um, business-wise? And we just like, sometimes we, we go right beyond our comfort zone on, the, mm-hmm. on them. Sometimes we go way beyond our comfort zone on the planning. Um, but we, we lay them down, we write them down, and we talk about them, and we, and we just we have Get a fun about date it. night about these things. Now, I do want to encourage them listening that if for any reason mm-hmm. at all you can't make that date night work, it's okay to talk about it in front of your kids oh, or yeah. you know with your family. Yeah. We just love um, doing it on a date night. We absolutely yeah. love doing it on a date night, but if for whatever reason you take a drive mm-hmm. or you do it at the dinner table, that's okay too. We actually have friends that... You don't, they have older children and they um, utilize that time as a family to really vision cast for where their future is. Yeah, because especially when your kids get older, they'll want to have some goals yeah. <laughs> and vision too. So yeah, day night's great though for that um, you know isolated conversation of like we're gonna talk mm-hmm. about some pretty intimate things or things about the kids that we you know don't want to talk about in mm-hmm. front of them. So both are good. Yeah. So another practical thing that we do in our goal casting, goal planning is we write it down. Yep. I know this sounds pretty simple, but you, you love to write things down. So you'll bring, such a she brings a journal, person. she's got a pen, I, yep. highlighters, markers, she's <laughs> if, writing stuff if down. If we're on a date and I hadn't brought anything, I will ask the waiter for a pen and usually use and the receipt, back of the receipt, receipt or napkin. Paper, yeah. And uh, we, we try and write things down all the time. Another yeah. thing we have is a huge whiteboard. We mm-hmm. actually, this is great for entrepreneurs, people who uh, work from home, or if you're a mom that works from home, um, it's absolutely great to have some sort of whiteboard or even chalkboard mm-hmm. that you can walk by every day and see. Um, and it's really quick to just throw up what your goals are and what you're aiming for. Yeah. And so not just writing it down for yourself, but writing it down and then putting those goals somewhere visible. Right. Uh, maybe on your bathroom mirror, maybe on the chalkboard in your kitchen. Or, We've even used our closet mirror before with a dry erase marker. That yeah. Works. And we would write down big goals and that was, it was so it was in front of us so that we'd be seeing it daily and weekly and we'd yeah. be like, hey, we haven't done anything towards that goal recently. We, we need to be like, let's go have a date night yeah. and figure out how we can get that back on Write track. Write some strategies down yeah. on how to do that. <laughs> and so get, writing it down for yourself mm-hmm. and then putting it somewhere visible mm-hmm. when you guys have decided what those you know two, three large goals are for the year. They just serve as great reminders to be able to working towards yeah. them. If you talk about them, that's great. But if you don't ever bring them up again and you forget about them. And it's not really a goal. It's not really a goal. <laughs> so writing it down makes 
makes it real. Yeah. Um, and another thing writing it down does is it allows you to write other things down underneath those goals, like uh, breaking those goals down into weekly, monthly, you know, what can I do in even, January? Even what can daily bite-sized, you know, yeah. doable things that you can name. So for. you can, you could break up the ideas yeah. and put actual tasks oriented ideas under, mm-hmm. underneath those on how you're going to accomplish those goals. Yeah. Um, let's say it's going on a, a family trip. Uh, you could break down how much money you need to save for it, how or you're going to do that. Or how much laundry you need to do leading up to that day you leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, it could be, you know, throwing a garage sale. It could be like, who do you, you know, do you need to contact someone? Like the, putting all those little tasks in there, just writing it down helps you actually accomplish the goal. Yeah. This next one is one that you actually kind of already mentioned, but it's just once you have your goals and you've talked about them, mm-hmm. um, bringing them before the Lord and, and just mm-hmm. um, asking God to guide you, to give you wisdom, to help you uh, be, have clarification yeah. whether or not this is something you should be pursuing. And so Aaron has a great verse that he wanted yeah, to share. Yeah, so in Proverbs 16, uh, verse 3, it says, Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established. Now, it could be easy to be like, oh, all I got to do is commit it to God and like, I'm going to get whatever I want, whatever plans we have. Now, the idea is that we commit it to the Lord. And so he actually has the right to change them. Yep. Um, so what it does is as we begin to pray and commit our plans to the Lord, our work to the Lord, the things that we, we see for our lives, it gives God permission. Yep every step of the way to do what he wants, mm-hmm. to change our hearts. Because there's been many times we have this plan, we have this goal, and we're like, oh man, this is awesome. We start working towards it, being diligent for it, but we're praying along the way, and we're saying, okay, Lord, how about this? Hey, okay, Lord, how about this? And you know what? There's been times that he totally derails, totally changes, totally says, actually, that's getting in the way of something better. That's getting in the and way of this over here. There's been times that he's confirmed that in your heart and mine at separate times, but because then when we come together it, yeah. to like check up on it, we reveal like, to each hey, other. I think, I, you know, this is probably going to hurt you, but I think we should just put this on the shelf. And I'm like, no, I feel the same way. And we're so like, oh, good. <laughs> when, you, when you commit your work to the Lord, I do believe that he will unify uh, that message yeah. of whatever mission you're on, whatever goals you're um, aiming for, Whatever vision you have cast in front of you, he mm-hmm. he molds it and he shapes it, and he has the permission to um, yeah. help us navigate whether or not we should. Because be the goal it. in this is not to just what we want, how we want it, when we want it. The goal is that we are coming together as one, mm-hmm. and we're 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 vision casting, we're we're goal casting with with the with God in mind, with mm-hmm. the Bible in mind, with his will for our life in mind mm-hmm. and saying, here's some things that we think we could accomplish that we think God might want to. And then we say, okay, Lord, is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, Lord, show us, walk with us, teach us, give us wisdom. And it's not just to get our way. Mm-mm. And the more that you you guys do this as a couple, um, set goals and things and, and talk about it, you'll realize when you're committing stuff to the mm-hmm. Lord and you're, you know, years of that building up, you get on this track of like, well, that thing over there doesn't even make sense because it has nothing to do with what God's working on. Like God, God's will is so much is, more important yeah. than any of these other little goals. Right. So um, it is cool to see how he does shape our hearts mm-hmm. and our minds and our perspectives of what it is that we are to be doing. Which what is, it is, yeah. our, our, what is the purpose of our marriage and what are we aiming for? What are we striving for? What's our family striving mm-hmm. for so, together? So every step of the way, we submit our work yeah. to the Lord. Mm-hmm. We say, hey God, here's some things that I think we, you know, we'd love to do as a family in our marriage and where we're going and things that we think we can accomplish, mm-hmm. but not my will, but your will be done. And so we, so we ask God and we, we submit it to him. And you know what? Oftentimes when we do that, 
the plans that get established are the ones that God wants. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So uh, Memorize that verse. Yeah, memorize that <laughs> verse. And so that leads us to the last thing that we, you know, last practical advice we want to give you when it comes to goal setting. And it's one of my favorites. It's uh, just celebrate the victories, whether they're small or little, Mm -hmm. no matter what you've accomplished as a team, make sure that you're celebrating together. Maybe you're taking an extra date night just to celebrate, you know, an accomplishment. Maybe Mm -hmm. um, it's words of affirmation when you see your spouse walk in the door and and know that they did something that helped you accomplish that goal today. So. Yeah, when you reach that goal, let your kids know. Yeah. You're like, hey, you know, we, we made this goal. We've been submitting to the Lord. And you know what? We accomplished it. Mm-hmm. And we just wanted to celebrate with you guys. We just wanted to let you know that this is awesome and that it, we did this together. In celebrating, it also goes in uh, hand in hand with committing your work to the Lord. Give Him praise. Give Him thanks mm-hmm. for um, how He's equipped you to be able to accomplish those goals. Give Him that, that mm-hmm. glory because He deserves it. Yeah, and going back to what we were just talking about, prayer. If God shifts your direction and takes a goal that you have and puts it on the shelf, Celebrate it. Yeah, say, say thank, thank you, Lord. Him he, for he giving saved you, you that clarification. Yeah, because he, he's he's faithful. Mm-hmm. And there's been many times that we're like, oh, like we feel you know bummed out by something, but then we realize like, man, that was a good thing that God, yeah. you know, stopped that or and put us in a different direction. Sometimes we don't even realize it for like six or nine months, and then we realize what had happened in that time. Mm-hmm. There was no way that that other goal would have fit in there, and so we just yeah, thank God yeah. for um, for the saving grace on that. Yeah. So to end this episode, we want to we want to present to you some areas of your life that you guys can discuss in your next goal casting event, yeah. whether it be a date night or around the dinner table. Yeah. Here's some categories of things that you guys can set goals in. Yeah. And it's things that we set goals in pretty much every regularly. single year regularly. <laughs> yeah. So the first category is individual passions or desires. So I have my own, you know, things that I'm dreaming up of in my mm-hmm. head. You have your own. Um, so writing them down or, or bringing mm-hmm. them to the table to talk about, um, that's just one area is what, what individually is God stirring in your heart that you can come and talk about? Yeah. Another area is business. Um, if you guys have your own jobs, um, like nine to fives, or if you actually work together, or if you have your, if you're self-employed, um, regardless of what your, your work is, you can have a vision for it. Maybe it's like how to get a raise. Maybe it's how to, um, if you want to transition from a diff, you know, one job to another. Maybe it's you know, starting a business. These are things that we should be talking about mm-hmm. in goal setting. Mm-hmm. And I would just add to that, if your husband is either an entrepreneur or has a job that he brings these um, mm-hmm. goals to the table and maybe you don't have anything to offer because you just think that you're either at home with the kids or doing something mm-hmm. um, that's, that doesn't require a goal in that area, just make sure that you're being supportive and yeah. make, um, navigating that as a team still. I think yeah. that's really well, important. Well, and understanding your work schedule and, you know, we know some people that, you know, three months out of the year, just there's nothing they can do but do work. Um, and so that they, they that can go into the goal setting like, well, we need to get stuff done before, yeah. you know, X date because you're going to be unavailable. Yeah. So understanding that the schedules. And also, the, we've had friends who have three months out of the year that don't have work because, um, you know, their jobs are depending on weather or it's true. Circum- yeah. circumstances that are outside of their control. And so teaming up to be prepared for when mm-hmm. that time comes. I think yeah. that's really important. So the next area, which is probably the most important area to be setting goals in is your spiritual life. Yeah. Uh, you know, how are you guys going to read through the Bible that year? Um, what kinds of things do you want to work on spiritually? What kind of, you know, do you want to get in prayer more together? Uh, you know, what, what does it look like for your church and your community? Mm-hmm. Those are things that you want to put in and set. Like, do you want to, you know, start discipling someone? Is there someone in your community that you want to start giving to and, and blessing and helping? So setting goals spiritually is one of the most important categories that you should be setting goals in as a couple. And when you guys are discussing these, um, 
don't be afraid to ask each other where you're at. You know, if, if, you know, if we were having a discussion about our spiritual life, I should not be afraid to ask you, how have you been doing in reading the word? And then giving yeah. you time to, what are you learning to discuss, right now? what yeah. are you learning about? How can I help you as a wife support you in yeah. your spiritual life? And vice ask, versa. And How vice can versa? I help you in your yeah. spiritual life? Yeah, asking each other those hard questions is part of the goal setting process yeah. because it's also checking up on where they're at and what, what's going on. Mm-hmm. So the next one is um, just overall your marriage. How's your marriage doing? Do you have any marriage goals, uh, you know, in your um, intimacy life? Do you want to, you know, do you want to be intimate more often? Because I know this is a struggle for a lot of people. It was a struggle for us. Yeah. It was a main area of struggle. But we can we can actually discuss those and say, hey, you know, maybe we've been, you know, that's been an area that we've been kind of not paying attention to lately. Mm-hmm. How can we pay attention to that? Do we want to work on it? Do we want to mm-hmm. get better at it? Which yeah. is a great goal to have um, is your intimacy life. And giving each other a safe zone where you can actually talk real talk, um, Mm -hmm. intimate talk on what your needs are. You know, like Mm -hmm. if I need more romance in my life, I need to be able to communicate that to you and figure out how can we facilitate this in our life. And what does that look like? What does it look like? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really important. And then, uh, within the marriage category there's there's also there's finances there's home mm-hmm. there's there's all of these other things Parenting. that you could, yeah you could say like well where are we at with these mm-hmm. what is our vision and goal for these areas you know do you want to get out of debt you know debt was a huge thing for us oh, we yeah. got out of debt 10 years ago no yeah. six, 7 years ago but it took us a year and a half to it took do. us a while but we made a plan mm-hmm. and a goal mm-hmm. and everything we did was wrapped around that goal yeah and it and we accomplished it yeah and we celebrated and we celebrated <laughs> we made a video about yeah. it uh, so th- these are just a handful of the categories you can sit down with your spouse and start planning in and saying, hey, let's pick a couple of these categories. Some of them, you can't do all of them. You know, we don't always get to do sometimes you just run out of time. individual goals. <laughs> like sometimes we have just whole years where there is no individual goals. There's just, we have this goal together for these things yeah. and almost everything else gets sacrificed yeah. to make sure that those goals get met. Sometimes you only walk away with one or two goals that you really want to focus on yes. and that's okay too. A good example is like, let's say you want to get out of debt and just going back to that. Um, many of your individual passions might get, have to get shelled because right. they might cost money. Oftentimes, the individual passions cost more money than all the other things. Right. So if you want to get out of debt and you say, you know what, I'm not going to do X, Y, Z because all of that money we're going to put towards debt. Yep. And you know what, you did it together and that goal, you both have sacrificed and said, we're going to sacrifice together yeah. these areas so that we can accomplish this one major amazing goal that's going to benefit us next year and the years to come. I think the biggest thing is just to make sure that you're in agreement. When you walk away yeah. from the goal setting That's the main process is yeah. you need to walk away in agreement. And I and I really do believe that prayer solidifies that agreement. Mm-hmm. When you when you have finished talking through it and laying everything out and then you go to prayer, I feel like it just brings yeah. that agreement together with God. And, and not just being beautiful. in agreement, but being in unity in how it's accomplished. Mm-hmm. Not just like, well, that was your goal, go figure it out. It's our goal and yeah. we're gonna do it together. Assuming and we're gonna both, and yeah. And to be honest, every decision from that point on gets filtered through our walk with God and through yeah. our goals. Like, well, like that kind of feels like it's taking us off course from what mm. we were told we said we were going to do. Mm. Um, and it, it helps you get on the same page mm-hmm. and needs to be accomplished together. Yeah. So I just want to end with a biblical perspective on goal, plan- goal setting and goal planning. Because we don't want to just go into this and be like, let's set goals, let's just do this, we're going to accomplish X, Y, Z. Right. We want to know how the Bible would teach us to have a posture towards our even any of our goals. Mm-hmm. Our posture towards tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay, In James chapter 4, verse 13, it says, Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, 
you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. Mm. So our posture towards any of this stuff is not that we just don't make goals and also that we don't just pursue goals with like blindly and just, oh, we're going to go for this and that. We have a posture of, if the Lord wills it, we will do this or that. That doesn't mean we don't plan. James isn't saying don't make plans. Mm -hmm. He's saying in your plans, submit them to the Lord. Mm -hmm. In your plans, if the Lord wills it. And so we make goals, we make plans, we have these ideas, we have these visions for the future. And we say, you know what, we have today, and we're going to do what we can today, and we're going to plan for such and such tomorrow, if the Lord wills it. And you know what, that allows us to just have so much peace and calmness and patience and understanding, and it gives it, it allows the Lord to just direct us and guide us, and we don't get frustrated when our plans don't come out the way we want them to. Now, we, we do everything we can in wisdom and in, our, in the giftings that we have to do what we believe the Lord's leading us in, and we make plans and goals for our future, but we let the Lord have all of it. And so I just would encourage you to set goals, to cast vision in your home and in your marriage, to become one, to have unity as a couple, but at the same time, Submit your work to the Lord so that he will establish your plans. Yeah, that's good. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode. We hope that it encouraged you and inspired you and challenged you to make sure that you're goal setting and submitting it all to God in your marriage. Um, and also just a reminder that we would love for you to subscribe to our channel just so that you are not missing out on any future episodes. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Stay tuned for next time. Did you enjoy today's show? Find many more encouraging stories and resources at marriageaftergod.com and let us help you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying or maybe you don't know what to pray or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today.